The O'Brien and Doug podcast is presented by Whited Ford Auto and Truck Center, 17 Holton Road, Presque Isle, Maine. For all your heavy truck and light-duty car service needs, contact Whited Ford Auto and Truck Center at 207-764-7300. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Fun Dungeon. <laughs> O'Brien and Doug. Welcome to the O'Brien and Doug podcast. Lift off when the clock has started. Roger, zero G, and I feel fine. And welcome to the O'Brien and Doug podcast. I'm O'Brien. I'm Doug. Guess, and, guess uh, who's back? Listen. <laughs> back again. <laughs> Wait. Dougie's back. <laughs> we got a girlfriend. <laughs> We got a new. Uh, we should talk about what we're doing now. We can actually see each other. We're on Zoom. Uh, yeah. Uh, all I want to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Zoom was behind the the COVID nineteen thing. Anyway. How how so? Well, guess what everybody's doing now. <laughs> Anybody that's got stock in Zoom. <laughs> we're <all> like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we could well, do. Rich. <laughs> Your uncle works in that lab in China, right? Just hear me out, okay? Do you even work here? This is going to be wrong. The fact that we can see each other laughing, well, this is going to be- I know, it's great. This is going to make for a long podcast. So let's talk about a couple of things. First of all, we have a new sponsor for the podcast. Yay! Yay! Uh, so we'd like to uh, thank Whited, Tr- uh, Whited Ford Truck Center of Presque Isle uh, for all your heavy truck and light duty service needs. Um, go to Whited Ford Truck Center in Presque Isle, 17 Holton Road, phone number 764-7300. Thank you guys so much for uh, believing yes, in the podcast and uh, and helping us go forward here. So Whited, uh, Whited Truck Center. Yay! Thanks, Glennie. I'm sure we'll be talking with Glennie on uh, on the podcast at some point. He'll he'll. There's no yeah, doubt. That I hope so. He will want to. I love Glennie. Man. I do too. I do too. We got to talk about our new digs here. Uh, the Fun Dungeon has an addition. Uh, you won't be able to see this, but I'm going to go explain uh, what we have in the Fun Dungeon here. Okay. I believe in you. All right. I'm taking this with me. Taking the microphone with me. All right, no, give me this. Give me this camera. All right. All right, so can you see this? You can't see this, can you, Doug? Oh, no, this I, is... All I can see is where you were. Oh, uh, it's a nice, new, comfy, uh, little little love seat. Little, little pla- um, red leather. You can't see it there. Red leather uh, love seat. Oh, there you are. Oh, yes. This just doesn't look right, does it? I'm holding a camera. That <laughs> It's like the well, ca- it's like the casting couch. I don't think this is. Well, I was I was gonna say, I was gonna say, paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> this is just. Anyway, all I wanted to do was show show off the uh, the the new red leather uh, love seat that uh, when we do now, have. Is it is it is it pleather or is it leather? Oh no, it's red leather. It's red leather. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta is thank. Is it nineteen seventy six again? <laughs> you know what? It fits right in. 
It's uh, actually uh, get a shot of this stuff up here because I want to show some of this stuff off. I've decorated, uh, and and this will be fun, uh, Doug, because you haven't been in here in quite a while, obviously because of this whole COVID nineteen thing. I've done some uh, decorating here in the fun dungeon. Uh, we've got some pictures up on the wall, some uh, pictures of uh, Star City Syndicate, the Beatles, BB King, um, some old radio oh, cool. stations and stuff. Um, and it fits. Oh yeah, you get to get a good shot of that one right there, the uh, O'Brien and Doug logo right there so yeah uh it's uh yeah it's it feels like I can, home. See, I can see none of this no. it feels like home to me feels like home to me bet it's beautiful now all my kids want to do is come down here and hang out which has caused a problem actually well right. it's the new hangout it is man. the new hangout made it too nice so when you actually do get to do the podcast here in person um there, there's a red leather couch over there with a microphone for you I get the couch. So, since we have a new sponsor, and I, I figured it'd be a, kind of a, a neat way to re kind of restart um, the podcast, and it, because I had, I know uh, my wife's uh, aunt came over the other day, and I said, "Hey, did you did you check the podcast out?" And she's like, "Well, you guys, yours, it's a sports podcast, right?" And I was like, "Well, no, not really, not really." So, what are we actually going for here? Um, well. We're really not going for anything uh, in particular. We are uh, huge music fans. We're huge sports fans. Uh, and I, to be honest with you, I will tell you what happened. Um, we, I was in radio for uh, quite a long time. And, and the last, I don't know, how long were you with me, Doug? Four years? Five years? Probably three, four years. Uh, for yeah. the last three, four years of that uh, time in radio, Doug was with me uh, on the radio. Doug's, um, Doug and I have known each other for for. 30 plus years and uh and so when we got out of radio um we i wanted to get back in <laughs> somehow because it's just it's part of who i am and 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 doug and i always have great conversation and and have fun uh together so we started the podcast and it was we had a false start there for a couple of years we did one podcast a year <laughs> for couple no, years you mean we just did the one podcast right. <laughs> right so i think what we're going for is kind of an extension of the old radio show without the music because we can't really play music on the podcast as much as i'd like to um but we're, we're 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 going for conversation we're going for things that we love things that we're into so we'll we'll be interviewing some people on the show uh, hopefully some high profile names if we can if we can snag them if not they'll be up yes. and comers uh which is which is fine as well um, and we'll be talking about a, a lot of music, uh, cause music is kind of, um, I think when we were, we're, we're signing up for the new podcast distribution thing that we're doing, um, you had to put in a category. So we put in music commentary. So there will be a, a healthy, uh, helping of music commentary on the podcast. So that's what we're going for. So when my, when my wife's aunt came in and says, oh, you, you, you talk about sports. That's, we do talk about sports. Uh, but only a little bit. Um, and, and speaking yeah, not, of that, not that much. do you want to talk about one thing sports related that happened today, May the fourth? Uh, actually, was it today or yesterday? Late, late, late last night. Uh, I'm not sure. It might have been like early, early today or late yesterday, but I'm not a positive. Yeah. Anyway, legendary uh, Dolphins uh, coach uh, Don Shula uh, passed away. Don was. Uh, they call him the win winningest coach in the NFL. Now explain that to me, 
because I know I know he he holds the record for undefeated season, right? He is the only coach to, something he like that. He has the he has coached the only perfect season in the NFL history. The okay. 72 Dolphins. And and they but they still call him the winningest coach. Now hasn't Belichick won more Super Bowls? No. He has not. He won No, no, not there when they say the winningest, they mean overall, not just Oh, like most wins. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, he, uh, Belichick's like I think Belichick's like third right now. So he was eighty something. Oh, he was ninety. Oh, was he ninety? He was ninety. He was ninety. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So uh, rest in peace, Don Shula, one of the greats. Anything you want else you want to say about Don Shula? You know, he was one of the uh, most consistent coaches. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was. I mean, he was. He was Belichick before Belichick was Belichick. Whatever that means. <laughs> okay, like we do in every episode, we're going to climb the wall of tunes here in in just a second. And now, so I've had um, number two, my 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 second born, uh, help us out uh, with the sports thing once. I've had uh, well, number four is like my stagehand, my cameraman. I've had uh, number five uh, come down, and you wished her a happy birthday on the last episode. Yes, Num- I did. Number three. How's how's uh oh how's Bailey by the way? How, Bailey. Uh, yeah. ba- Bailey lives outside now. What? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, that didn't take long. <laughs> yeah, it was like, shut this thing up! <laughs> number three has been, I won't say number three has been begging, but number three kind of wanted to be involved as well. So I told him, uh, even well, though time. he's, uh, he's going to come in and he's going to do the climbing of the wall of tunes. Uh, for those uh, that are just listening, I have a stack of uh, CDs uh, in front of me, 806. Actually, I think there's probably a few more since then. Shh, don't tell anybody. Um, but, yeah, because I, I, I still have those totes of CDs that I've kind of gone through and say, oh, no, you're right. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get rid of this one. I'm going to keep this one. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. So Eventually anyway. it's going to be like an envelope of CDs you're going to turn in. <laughs> So I have this uh, this stack of CDs and uh, of every genre virtually, and um, we're gonna we're gonna climb the wall of CDs. We're gonna grab one, and then we're gonna have Doug guess what it is uh, with some hints, oh, some helpful hints, and then uh, we're gonna talk about um, why this uh, album or artist is important to me. So number three, actually, you know what? I'm gonna get on that microphone. Number three, I want you to go ahead and say hi to Doug. Yo, what's up, Doug? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm great. Fantastic. All right. Fantastical. So I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna get out of the way, and you're gonna climb up there, and you're gonna close your eyes, and I want you to because he has, he knows where. Uh, you remember that thing I told you I did with John Hyatt? I kind of put all the John Hyatts together in one section. Yeah. Well, I did the same thing yeah. with Def Leppard, and he's a Def Leppard freak, so. I want you to stay away. He knows where the Def Leppards are. So I want you to stay away from the Def Leppards. Okay, let's move this out of the way. I'm going to I'm gonna get up, and I'm going to let the uh, number three uh, do, to climb the wall here. All right, get a good one. Cover your eyes. Oh, he's going over to the right side. All right, he's got one. Oh, all right. Has he got? Okay, okay. That's a good one. I'm going to be like. All right. I will tell you right now that you are not going to get the album title. 
Okay. Fair uh, enough. You will get the artist, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So, and I, I'm pretty sure that you have not heard this album. Um, okay. Uh, I am just going to... Let's let let the guessing commence. Let's uh, let's start the game. Okay. Uh, Art a solo or band? Solo. Uh, country genre. No. No. Rock. Yes. Mm, does this artist play any instruments? Yes. Okay. Guitar. Yes. Okay. Uh, height of popularity. A height of popularity mid eighties. Mid eighties. Yeah. Okay. Have we probably never seen this person in concert? Uh, we have not. We have not. Okay. Is it Billy Squire? No, but you are not far off. Really? I think. Okay. I think. Uh, not Billy Squire, but around kind of Billy Squire-ish. Yeah. Okay. More, more, uh, more, more, more pop than Billy Squire has a signature it's not Richard Marks, is it? nope but you're also close there has a signature really? has a signature song is it Kenny Loggins nope <laughs> okay uh, not Kenny Loggins alright has a signature song yes and we have played it we have played it Common Crossing has played it Common Crossing has played it yep um, I have well if I tell you this you might get it I have interviewed this person on the radio mm, not ringing any bells uh, this this may give it away uh, this okay. per, this person is the person that made me want to be a musician Rick Springfield okay so yes, Rick Springfield. This is the album. Okay, it looks like a fairly new one. It is. This is 2012. Um, okay, and yep. it's a song. It's a. It's an album called "Songs for the End of the World." That's appropriate. Honestly, and, and I'm a, I, I'm a huge uh, Rick Springfield fan. I wasn't. I'm not. I haven't been crazy about the things that he's put out in the past couple of years, um, just because I think he's reaching. You know, he did a blues album, and then he did like a, a Nashville country album. A couple good songs on oh, those, yeah, yeah. couple good songs on those albums, yeah. but it was it was to me it was kind of reaching. This, uh, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that this might be just for guilty pleasure purposes. This may be a uh, desert island album for me. Really? Yes. Wow. It's that. It's, that's a uh, that's a bold claim. Yeah. It's it's that good. I would I would put it in a if I had to pick ten albums, it would be in my top ten for a desert island, just because um, there's some just catchy as hell songs on here, and the production is is stellar. Um, it's it's virtually it's a lot of it's pop punk, um, but it's it's so hook laden every song has a major major hook uh in it and not that he had a squeaky clean image i mean he had that soap opera image right from the from the 80s i read he was he was in anybody in the 80s like that has kind of like this you know have been put on a pedestal right because there was no there was no internet back then right so 
there was no TMZ, you know, you know, behind the bushes. Right. And, you, you know, know I, will, I will tell you, I read his uh, autobiography, his memoir, uh, Late Late at Night, I think is what it's called. Um, and I, sorry to say, I felt a little differently about him after I read <laughs> He was kind of a slime ball. Really? Yeah. He was kind of a, kind of a slime ball with, with women. I it was uh, I saw him in a different light, but and then he put out and then he yeah. put out that album, uh, shock denial, anger, acceptance, or something like that, which was really dark and angry. Um, and then he put this one out, um, which is really I mean, there's some dark songs on here, but it's mostly fun. There's a lot of fun stuff on here, and uh, uh, or actually uh, uh, disguised, you know, like the lyrics probably are dark. But he disguises them yep. in fun melodies, and and I don't know. It's, I I I I would suggest you check it out. Again, it's uh, Rick Springfield songs for the end of the world. Really, really, really good stuff. Uh, I I I recommend it if you're a fan of Rick Springfield, even if you're not a fan of Rick Springfield. I get made fun of sometimes. Well, I mean, you. Well, you made the point of you know saying he you know the album's really hook heavy. Yeah. Um, I think that was one of his. That's one of his greatest strengths is writing a great song with a great hook. I totally agree. And let me tell you this: I, oh. I've, I've told you this story before, and, and I'll end with this story. Um, the reason I say that he's the one that made me want to be a musician. So I was probably, I don't know, uh, eight, nine years old, um, and I was watching HBO. Don't tell me why. Ask me why I was watching HBO at nine years old. But it was it was on. But it was a concert. It was his concert, so it wasn't anything. Uh, really bad or anything but um it was his concert and i was like glued to the screen because he was playing these songs and all these girls were just freaking out and i'm looking at it i'm going i want to do that (laughs) and and so he i i i remember it clear as day actually i remember it clear as day because i i in my 40s found a dvd of that same exact concert and i bought it and i you know uh so anyway he was, uh, they were playing Jesse's Girl, actually. And in the middle of Jesse's Girl, he leaves the stage and, and the camera follows him and he runs downstairs and, and goes into a dressing room and starts taking off his clothes. He's basically, he's all sweaty he's, and he's changing. So he's putting a new new set of clothes on. But he's joking around with the band and everything and or, or with the crew. And the band is still playing the same song up on stage. So he, he's changing into a fresh pair of clothes. He runs upstairs and somebody hands him a guitar, and he runs and he jumps over the amplifiers, and you know that guitar part in Jesse's Girl, da 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 da, right? Yeah. Just yep. at that part, he jumps up and he lands in the middle of this because the crowd's going crazy, like where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? And he lands in the middle of the stage, just at that guitar part, and starts playing that guitar part, and they just—I mean, the place just went wild. And I'm thinking to myself. I, I I could do that. I could get used to that. <laughs> and so the funny thing is, is years later, I think it was 2004, I, I interviewed him on the radio. Uh, f- he was promoting that album, Shock, Denial, Anger, Acceptance. And I told him that story. <laughs> I said, I told him that story. And I, I, and I said, you're the one that made me want to pick up the guitar. You're the one that made me want to write songs. You're the one that made me want to be a rock star. And and told him the entire story about him, you know, me watching him, and and and, and he just was like, "Yeah, that's great, man." 
I was like, I go through all that. I pour my soul out to you, and that's all you have to say. Yeah. What a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> but no. So I have a I have a definite Rick Springfield connection. Uh, I always used to get made fun of because I uh, would tell that story, you know, Jesse's girl and all that stuff. And but you know, Rick Springfield rocks, man. Remember that song he did with Dave Grohl, "The Man That Never Was." I was just I was just I was just gonna say if if you wanna. One of my favorite documentaries ever is Dave Grohl's uh, Sound City documentary. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and and Rick and Rick Springfield is featured prominently in that documentary. Right. Um, because I love the story he tells about recording Jesse's Girl and how uh, what what was his name? Neil, Neil Giraldo, the the Giraldo, guitar, yes. yeah, the guitar guitar player, Pat Benatar's with, husband, uh, Pat Benatar's husband, Pat Benatar's husband, yep. yeah, yeah. 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 He he actually does the riff on the recording when you listen to Jesse's girl. That's him playing the riff. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, and I, I it was just a great story. Yeah, he and called that, him Spider. About yeah. his yeah, and his uh, dog uh, that was on the on that the working uh, working class working dog. dog album. Working class working dog. Working class dog. Yep. That was actually his dog. Yep. And uh, he used to bring him to the studio and stuff. And then. Uh, him telling that story about how he was recording that riff, uh, Neil Giraldo, and uh, the dog was like, like staring at his crotch the entire time. Like if he messed up, the dog was gonna bite him. <laughs> and Dave Grohl holds him in high esteem from the Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl loves him. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he loves him. Yep, absolutely. And that song that they did for that uh, Sound City uh, soundtrack, "The Man That Never Was," oh, it's, kick it's great. butt, man. It's a great song. Oh yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. So that's it. That's the uh, that's the album, uh, the, the Wall of Tunes album, Rick Springfield songs for the end of the world. So on that note, we're going to wrap up another podcast. Uh, thanks, our thanks once again to Why Did It's Not the End of the World. It's the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> our thanks once again goes out to Why Did Ford Truck Center in Prescott, seventeen Holton Road, Prescott. The phone number is seven six four seventy three hundred. For all your heavy duty truck and light duty car service needs, head to Why Did Ford. Auto and Truck Center on the Holton Road in Prescott. They were replaced by ball bearings once, and they uh, did a great job. Is that elective surgery, or is that just... Uh... I don't know. My truck was fine after that. <laughs> Nobody's going to touch my ball bearings. <laughs> All right. Until next week, fingers crossed. I'm O'Brien. I'm Doug. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is presented by Whitey Ford Auto and Truck Center, 17 Holton Road, Presque Isle, Maine. For all your heavy truck and light-duty car service needs, contact Whitey Ford Auto and Truck Center at 207-764-7300. Got a comment or suggestion for the podcast? Drop us an email at O'Brien and Doug at gmail.com.